On this episode of the Real Life Carry Podcast, I'm joined by Mike Sabo and Man Bun, aka Brandon Balestri. Time flies in the carry business, and we have a packed episode full of carry stories, including a very dodgy request job myself and Zabo worked, as well as another successful husband-wife loop, where the wife listened to the caddy, having ignored her husband's same advice for years. Please explain to me how that works. After caddy stories, we offer our opinions on some of the top stories in the world of golf. We discuss a petty new rule from the PGA Tour Commissioner, and whether or not the Solheim and Ryder Cups matter, and if they're even worth watching. There's some mixed opinions. We end the episode with some notable mentions and some tremendous listener mailbag questions. If you have any questions, opinions or comments, please send them in on social media or via email. Podcast at glorifieddonkey.com Please enjoy this episode and feel free to share with your golfing friends. Okay, folks, welcome to episode number 77 of the Real Life Carry podcast. It's called Don't Take the Request. Ooh. Yeah. Um, we're with the Zeke Elliott of podcasting and caddying, my, my good friend uh, Mike Zabo. Here and uh, present. Good to be here. Now, for the non-US listeners, I would, let's say he's, he's almost like the Romelu Lukaku. Who plays for Chelsea, right? <laughs> you just, you put him on the pitch, and you just know he's going to score. Okay, so that that's that. Zeke Elliott, Lukaku, and uh, Man Bun back. I deliver. You do deliver. Yeah. Man Bun's back. Man Bun. Hello, this is Man Bun. Uh-huh. Full of pizza. <laughs> oh man, he's full of something. I just ate so much pizza. He's <laughs> full, full of a lot of things, but yeah, yeah. a lot yeah. of pizza. Uh, didn't have time to cook any Italian food for you, uh, you boys this this week. But you didn't follow uh, Brandon's dietary restrictions either. <laughs> I did. I did ask if is they there, could. Is there gluten in that pizza crust? <laughs> is gluten free pizza? Can you have put quinoa on the top of that, please? Uh, yes. But yeah. So, boys, welcome. Uh, okay, we'll crack on. I'll, I'll just. I'll just before we start. I've had a lot of emails, text messages, Instagram messages saying people love this podcast because of the caddy stories. We so, got some good ones. That's it. So we're going to crack on uh, Zabo. Okay. Zeke here. Uh, what, what's the name of this episode again? Oh, Don't, don't Take, take the, the request. request. So this is actually, I know why this podcast is named this. This is in reference to uh, something Brandon said in the last podcast. Well, mm-hmm. What is the red flag, Brandon, that you get? What, what What's the red flag when you get a caddy request? If it comes where? If it comes... If, if they don't call you. <laughs> if they if it comes through the caddy if office, If it comes right? through the caddy office, if they don't have your number, ding. So, so we're, I'm sitting at home just enjoying a nice episode of Seinfeld or what have you, and uh, it's like 4.30 in the afternoon, and Big G calls me. He's like, Zabba, what are you doing tomorrow? I said, uh, I don't know. I'm probably caddying. I'm probably going for my report time. And he said, no, you and I have a request at, uh, at, the, at the week course at 9.30. I said, what are you talking about? I said, mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, we have a request. I just called the office to put myself on the schedule, he said. And they said, no, you and Zabo were on request at the, at the week course. And I said, well, that's not right. And he told me the name. And I was like, oh, man. I said, mm-hmm. I know that guy. I said, I've caddied for that guy. I used to caddy for him yes, frequently. Like have. It was a yearly deal in a corporate gig. So those corporate gigs, a lot of times, they, you know, the money's out of the shop. And I caddied for this guy for four or five years. And he, he would throw me some extra money as they would in the corporate gigs, but it wasn't always super lucrative. As caddies like to say, 
Grease. Grease. Throw a little we grease. We like grease. Little we like grease. grease. Little so, grease on top. Grease in the wheel. Yeah. You got to grease the wheel a little bit. So Not just like- to put it in context, the only time I've ever caddied for this guy is in the corporate group. I've never caddied for him when he was on his own dime. So mm-hmm. he calls the office. We go out there, Gordon and I. And I, t- I warned Gordon about this beforehand. I said, you did. look, I did. I just like, look, man, this may not be great. He didn't really give me a lot when I caddied for him, but, you know, it was out of the shop. So maybe he understands that. And oh, you, know, you, you, you also said, listen, it's a good time. Yeah, he's a We're good dude. Together. I like the guy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And we went out there and we killed it. They loved us. Absolutely loved us. Mm-hmm. They usually do. They do. They do. And Big G, the veteran that he is, and I am a veteran as well. I usually do this move, but I knew I was going to be caddying for this guy the next day because can, I hadn't can, seen can, him in five years. Can I interject? Right? Go ahead. Go ahead. After two holes, <laughs> this guy says, please come tomorrow please 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 you kind of said it like that too i was like dude honestly you're lucky i'm here today because the only reason we're here is because i called the office about another job and they said oh yeah you and zabo and that's what he said verbatim he's like you're lucky i'm here today because we didn't even know about this they called the caddy office so he's like you know my wife has got some stuff going on tomorrow i need to check with her after Mm -hmm. the round so long story short we get finished and uh he's like Mike, uh, I'll pay you tomorrow, okay? It's like, yeah, sure, whatever. And he, he gives Big G the money, and uh, the, the, the money is less than half of what a normal, decent day's work is. Less than half of what one day is. Less than half. He, so, hands, he hands him the money and winks at me and says, come tomorrow. Yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. doing me a come favor. Come tomorrow. Yeah, so please, please at this point, tomorrow. we're walking away, and Gordon's like, dude, this is how much he gave me. I'm like, no way. I'm like, there's no way. I'm like, dude, what am I going to do? I told him. <laughs> We're like, well, my wife's got something going on. You know, I'm, just, yeah. I'm not going to be there, obviously. I'm like, of course you're not. You know, and I'm walking away thinking, how do we get out of this? And we're walking up to the car and the guy's driving away <laughs> and he sticks his head out the window and he goes, see you later, deadbeats. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God. Verbatim. No, no, no joke. That's, that's, that's that so, is classic. So yeah. Jokes on you guys, apparently. So yes. I went the next day, and he's a lovely man, and I caddied for him, and I just pretended like I was already paid the first day, so the second day wasn't. Zabo actually said, he, <laughs> he said, you know what, I might go to the bench tomorrow and just dingy the loop <laughs> and just you know smell you later to the tip. That's yeah. how bad it was. It was it, so bad. Mm, it, it was bad. I couldn't do that. That'd weigh on me. It was bad. Nah. You know, and what I normally do I have to get my money. Those bench jobs that want you to go with them, I normally do the same thing. You know, I I got a five-year-old and she's got a doctor's appointment every two or three days, to be honest with you, because I'm like, oh yeah, she's got a doctor's appointment tomorrow. We'll see. Maybe I can get my wife to take her. That's that's my usual go-to. Unfortunately, I wasn't cooth enough to do it on this one, but uh, yeah. I had a great loop years ago where it was a couple and notoriously we don't, well, I don't particularly enjoy couples sometimes. That's not your thing. But- (laughs) The they said, Oh, yeah, can you come tomorrow? And I was like, Oh, I'm not sure. I've got a dentist appointment, which I actually did have a dentist appointment, <laughs> but it was like three days later. And they, they tipped me. I was like, Oh, yeah, I'll let you know. Give me your number. Oh, I can and rearrange I'm, that. I'm walking to the car and I'm like, Oh, <laughs> now I didn't. The secret here is don't text them straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you have gotta, to wait. You gotta make it believable. I gave it like an hour and a half. I said, Listen, hey, by the way, Corey, whatever his name was. I, my wife was able to rearrange my dental appointment. Yeah, I'll Dr. be there Smith tomorrow. Had an opening a little later in the day. Yeah. Yeah. So no, it was it was a shocker, wasn't it? We, we did a great job. We did. They. You loved know what us. I tell people when they say, "Go on." Will you come with me tomorrow? I say, "Well, I'd love to come with you tomorrow, but I already have a two day job starting tomorrow. Um, if you could, maybe give me your tea time, give me your reservation name, and if anything changes, I'll see you there." 
Smart one. Wow. Great move. It, it took is. me 13 years to come up with that one. <laughs> it took me having a child. As soon as I did, she had a it doctor's took, appointment. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is the perfect out. Nah. We, we laughed about it for quite quite some time. Oh, I, God. I couldn't. I'd said to Zabo in the 15th already, I said, listen, mate. I said, the, they have to pay me at least this yeah, for me did. to even turn up. And on sure. top of that, one of your guys was just, he was... I don't know if Bell ends the right word, but he was just he was one of those guys. Yeah, he was just pointing out you. pointing out the obvious, you know. Yes. What's yes. what's over here? He's like, Oh, is that a maintenance shed? Well <laughs> Yeah, you see those you know, those <laughs> mowers in the green co- yeah. yeah, that that's a maintenance shed. Is that a trash can? <laughs> is this a par three? Yeah. No, it's wow. a par five. It's, it's is one this looking hundred and twenty yards down the hill. Is this a yeah. par three? Yeah. Is this yeah. bench for sitting? Yeah. Oh, Gordon at one point went over to the water cooler to fill up his water and I this guy's doing this all day, so I'm like Hey, is that a water cooler over there? He's like, I'm, I'm going to go fill this. I was like, is that a water cooler over there? And Gordon was like walking away and he was he's like, why did Savile say that? And then he looked back at me and he's like, oh, I, I get it. Yeah, I got it. Uh, man bun, it's been a while. Well, actually it goes back to what you're saying about Wang. Wong, yeah. Wang, Chong, Wang and Chang. It was Chong and Wang. Yes. Never take, so we say don't take a request. Don't ever request a caddy without contacting the caddy. Correct. Correct. And, and caddies, don't ever take a job unless it comes direct from the horse's yeah, mouth. Yeah, that's such a shot in the dark. And if the caddy does take the request, he's either desperate or he has nothing else to do. He's just he's super excited somebody requested his services. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and he's that willing to maybe get a couple crusty 20s out of you. Uh-huh. Is that, uh, we don't do that anymore. Man bun, it's been a while since I've seen you. What you been up to? Oh, I've just been having the time of my life. It took uh-huh. a while. Um, I went on, uh, I had an old friend turn up after her travels, uh, doing the John Muir trail and she showed up at my door and I had some plans to, uh, go see my favorite band fish on their West coast tour. And, um, Sarah, my, my friend, perfect traveling companion. Um, she was game. I have a new Prius, 50 miles to the gallon. Oh, geez, you're one Let's of those people. Let's hit the road. A Prius. <laughs> yep. So Everyone we drove from uh, <laughs> we drove from the Monterey Peninsula up through Ashland, Oregon. Stayed there the night. Stayed in Yakima. Drove through Portland. Uh, eventually made it to the the gorge, and I had the best time ever. Our camping neighbors were fabulous. I mean, I'll I'll never forget those days. It was, absolutely wonderful and then um yeah i don't want to go on too long but we did do shoreline night one and then i was supposed to go to shoreline night two and to see my other favorite band umphreys mcgee umphreys mcgee i love umphreys yeah umphreys <laughs> mcgee any any ump fans out there no nobody's ever heard of them. yeah <laughs> I, I probably name, not but like, hey that's okay more room for me to dance at the show. There's probably 14 Irish bars in dublin called that but umphreys <laughs> Some, mcgee something mcgee what do they, what kind of music do they play it's progressive jam rock, but progressive jam rock. Progressive jam that? rock. Jeez. Yeah, look it up. <laughs> uh, but to wrap up my my story, I they canceled some shows because some one of the band members had COVID. Unfortunately, because this has already been rescheduled, it was canceled right before you know the uh, the prison bars um, closed uh, last you know a couple years ago when COVID started to get weird. Um, so, anyways, missed those shows, and since I had been requested by many other friends in denver to show up like i always do at the last minute um i did and i had the best time ever and then we saw billy strings the other night i've just been going and going and going tell me did those requests 
for your your uh, appearance? Did they come straight to you, or did they come through the office? They go through. Your they secretary? definitely <laughs> didn't come through the office. Excellent. Why and Chang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. That's class. Have you been caddying at all? I caddied yesterday. Was the first time I had caddied in I don't know, maybe 15, 18 days, and uh, I caddied for uh, Mark Holmes, a a a good uh, long term, um, you know friendship that we've had for a, for a while he used to come out with cohen old bear which were my two favorites i met cohen old bear on the first hole at uh the big course one morning when i turned up when i was still a newer caddy you know i would show up unannounced you know ready to ready to hit hit the ground running and david aylesworth says eh, we have a four giddy for four in the tee box go 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 and i came out and i gave these guys a big old hug on the first tee box and the rest was history, and that was probably in 2010, 2009. Uh-huh. Wow. But anyways, Mark was a part of that group. Old Bear and Co. have since uh, retired from most of their uh, extracurricular activities. Or actually, no, that's untrue. Uh, they're golf. They don't golf anymore. They just are in and out of rehab and busy ignoring <laughs> people uh, the, who try to communicate with them. So uh, anyways, Co. and Old Bear, if you're out there, I miss you guys. But I'm glad that, that Homie uh, came and played with... Um, Steve, the other day, we had a great, great time. They tipped me really well. They made a lot of putts, and uh, it was just an overall good day. And then right into today, uh, I caddied for Brant, who is a guy that I've caddied for not every single year, but um, throughout the, the last 13 years many times. And he called me, and I said, hey, I'd love to see you. You know, and I, I set the parameters. He's like, we're going to be ready for you. And honestly... I was on fire today. Oh, fire on your game? Yeah, yeah. just made they're making putts. I was just straight to the straight to the point. No nice. no messing around. You were just in the caddy zone. Doing, you know, doing my job. Doing your job. Now, a couple of episodes ago when you were last on, you talked about I think myself and Zabo were both here and you said you carry for a guy called Pepper Pepper. Oh, yeah. Pepper. Have you talked to Pepper? Yeah. Pepper, yeah. Pepper was the man. Right. You know, so, so here you go. Right. Pepper still is the man. We, 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 we call bullshit in that, correct? We did. Yeah. We did. Pepper we didn't believe you. made up. Yeah. Okay. And what'd you find out, Gordon? Well, good mate of mine. His name's Justin Wallace. He's involved in construction on the electricity site. And he says his name's Pepper Schneider. Pepper Schneider. S N I D E R. And uh, names now. <laughs> he's basically massive. He's a big time electrician guy from uh, I think Texas. Oh wow! So he's that like right? the man out there. So he said he he told me he lives in um what's it uh that town by San Jose not not Campbell one of those one of those little, oh so he lives in California yeah he lives oh, in, okay. in near San Jose one of those little towns but he sound like you're from himself. he talk like this he he has spent some time in the Central Valley okay <laughs> so okay well I'm, I'm my my apologies for calling you a liar. Um, oh, it's all so, it's all yeah. good. I don't take it personally. He's been mm. called worse. How about this one, boys? I was Much caddying worse. for a group of boys, a three-day tournament. Zach McGuire, right? One of my old-time regular guys. Mm-hmm. Love the guys from Colorado. His his mate Steve Tucker. He's also from. Uh, he lives in Denver. He's Canadian, actually. Canadian. Don't hold it too much against them. Yeah. It's uh, tough not to. Yeah, it's really tough. Yeah. You know, is it? Is we're it just, just me. We're pre. No, you're preconditioned to. I wouldn't say dislike Canadians, but just not very... Is it the tipping? Is that yeah, what? I, I think I it think is. Yeah, that's, that's what, what it comes down, down to. I mean, at the end of the day, that's why... Canadians are uh, generally pretty nice people, but Great when people. it comes to... I always say that Canada has the best women. 
So any of you Canadian women out there, any of you Canadian women you're listeners, you are desperate. I'm uh, I, I got a thing for you. We, you're we, essentially a Canadian yourself, though. Being we, you know, we I'm do from have a, we do have a bunch of Canadian listeners. Okay, so I don't want to offend too much, but well, they I, know that they don't tip very well. I mean, yeah, yeah, okay. Well, Canadians they don't tip very well. It's just they're not, like uh, they're like euros. They're Ooh, very nice well, people. The worst. They're very nice people. French. You know how you can tell a Canadian group. And this isn't a set up for a joke. Like you see, <laughs> it's not like it's not like the canoe thing. It's no. If you see like two, three left-handers in the player, like you go up there and you see yeah. three left-handed sets, you're like, oh geez, they're bred Canada a little differently sure. up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, lovely people. Anyway, Tucker, he's spent enough time in America to know what it what it takes to tip. Uh, his buddy Chris and, and Baz. Three day tournament. Uh, things are going great. There's probably about 15 teams in this thing. And, you know, final day, day three, we get finished. And the boys say, let's go for a couple of beers. Of course, yeah, I go for a few beers. You never wanted to pass up a few beers. Yeah. Never, never. Well, well, <laughs> a couple I think of pints. One turned into two, which turned yeah, into three yeah. or four. Then they said, listen, let's go to the mixer. Because they had a prize given later that night with a meal. And and you were invited to the mixer too? I go to the mixer, of course. Yeah. yeah why wouldn't I'm, like, I'm like family. Yeah. Okay. Hey. So we're in there having a few drinks and eating some some uh, some food there and appetizers. Uh, next thing is like, oh, listen, we've got an extra seat for you. So next time I'm oh, sitting geez. down there eating fillet steak and oh, you know, geez. drinking wine and whatever. And, uh, Just lapping it up. Yeah, and then next thing I remember, um, I'm trying to find Zach <laughs> and, you know, found him in his room and uh, woke up in his room the following morning. So... Nothing, nothing dodgy, okay? okay yeah, nothing dodgy. Knows, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I believe you. It's not that type of relationship. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But, uh, how do you know? You were passed out. <laughs> no, I was, I was, I was compass, man. Trust me. Night, keep your butt but it, it's, like, it's like midnight and you're like, oh, well, I ain't going to go home. I can't go home. I can't drive home. Um, I don't want the wife I don't, to see me like this. I don't, well, she wouldn't let me in, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't have the Uber app. I don't do Uber. Yeah, so, I hear you. you know, it was either walk home and leave the truck there yeah, or just sleep there. So you crashed out. Just crashed out, so that good fun. There's a guy called J- Jesse Shepard. Now, this is funny. I got an email uh, just this past week, and it was from a Jesse Shepard, and I think it's Seattle he's from. I must have thrown him a card. Yeah. You know, apart from Conor McGregor, I'm the best self-promoter in the world. And uh, <laughs> he actually emailed, said, listen, I didn't realize that I was sitting next to you, and, you know, was that you? And I'm like, well, who else has given out those cards? Sitting next so, to you where? At the table where we're having dinner. He thought oh, I was a golfer. Oh, Everyone everyone thought I was a golfer. They're yeah, like, Who you oh, how'd you shoot today? I was like, Oh, we were really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nice meal though. Yeah, here, listen to this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> nice, nice stuff. I also carry for a, a John and Laura. I'm not gonna use their last name because uh, John asked me not to use his last name, but uh, walking off the first day again, couples. Oh dear. Go to the first tee and yeah. you go, Oh, come on. Either you guys love couples? You I don't mind do. it. I actually I actually like it. I mean, I don't seek it out, but I don't love. It. I had. I went I the other day. Like, go ahead with your story. But I have one. Like, probably what you're going to say. Go ahead. Well, we're walking off first tee, and the, the John says, "Oh, listen. Well, you know, when it comes to Laura, blah blah blah, and she's rushing there. And he's, he's too much input for me, in my opinion, from a, a husband oh, to a wife. Almost always with the with the couples. That's the problem that's with it. the couples. That's yeah. the problem. He says, "Listen, if there's anything you can do with her putting." Please help her. She just can't line it up. And I'm going, oh no, this is going to be like LPGA tour from you know, 2005 yeah. Michelle Wee type of thing, if she was around then. Anyway, get to the first green, and I thought, I'm going to nip this in the bud. Yeah. So she's over the first putt, and I stand way behind. I said, listen, what's your problem? She said, I can't line it. I said, that's because you're too close to the ball. 
I do my little thing where we step five, six feet behind the ball. Mm-hmm. I said, pick your spot, keep your eye on the spot, and you go. Yeah, set up. He said to me, normally she has six to seven three putts around. She'd won this day. Yeah. Nice I then had her, I had I had her line up on every golf shot, walk in the way I said, yeah. and, he, and he's just going, I can't believe this. Yeah, I, that's I a good so point much. though, because that that's what it is. And see, that's you don't like doing it, but the, the women a lot of times are easy to help because they they usually they have like a faith. Yeah, they listen Unless and they do what you tell their them. husband. Yeah, and they have a fatal flaw in their in their swing or or their putting stroke a or whatever. Fatal, you can a help fatal them. flaw in their swing. <laughs> <laughs> well, something that's really holding them back in the game. Like I had a couple the other day. And you know those couples where they just, they yell at each other, you know, and that's really frustrating when they yell. And, and she seems like she's unhappy with me on the first hole. She's like, what am I forward? And you had my hybrid. And, and she was all mad. And then you're like, at that point, it's a challenge to me to flip them and get them to, you know, mm-hmm. enjoy their day and like you. And then, you know, at the end of the day, it ended up being a real good day. They thought I was a great caddy and they gave me a good amount of money. I mean, it's sometimes those couples are fun just to, because you get those women that are so angry at the game and angry at their husbands and to, to make them have an enjoyable time, that's what it's all yeah, about. Well, it's, yeah, well, I think what what the point that John was making is that she hasn't listened to me in three years about this. Yeah. And all of a sudden, a total stranger. Because you're probably, not her husband. Yeah. Probably the accent, actually, and the authoritarian way I said it. Let's do this. Come on. We're both married. We understand. Our wives I don't tell, listen to us either. No, I tell men or, and women. So I, I had like, I bet hey, you do. Even sometimes in the first year, I mean, I don't go out of my way to tell people this, but if it, comes if it comes off like it's necessary i'll say hey this is this is a five-hour marriage i get to tell you what's going on for five hours if you don't like me you get to dump me that's a good one i don't ever have to see you again but while we're here i'm in charge (laughs) i'm the boss i know you just paid a thousand dollars to play here but this is my show and you're gonna do what i say (laughs) this is my office well i like it brandon be assertive yeah it was great he actually john took my number he texted me this past week podcast listener so hey uh, John that's Laura. awesome well you're gonna have and, a couple um, of couples at the end of the month so get ready is, is, Mo's expecting it so oh, not no. Mo Delgado I know no. you're listening Mo not you no, a different Mo not Mo so yeah anyway um, business golf guys I uh, had a group of guys as well business mm-hmm. okay now not corporate this is business because gotcha. a lot of times corporate they don't know each other correct yeah yeah. So yeah. That, that's, oh, what office do you work yeah, in yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly, exactly. Uh, some of the stuff I heard this past week, it's stroking, right? It's it's almost call the cops, right? Call the police because there's there's some fornicating going on on, yeah, on the golf sure. course. Um, I heard certain lines like, the guy makes an eight on a par four. <laughs> and the one dude says, hey, man, way to stay in there. <laughs> Nice. Shut the F up. (laughs) He holds a four to five footer, right, for eight. Better than a nine. Way to stay in there, there, Rob. You're going to stay in there for what? Yeah. What did it it matter? Yeah. Uh, The the next one was, did you see that shot? Now, by the way, the guy shanks the first one (laughs) on a par three down onto the beach. And the next next one he hits, okay. okay, Yeah. Right? Nothing special. Makes contact. And he goes, did you see his posture? It's just so good. <laughs> oh my god! His posture was so good. So they're they're Sweet. stroking. They're stroking. I'm stroking. They're stroking the boss. This is the boss. They're telling no, us. No, this is this is just clients of each other. Gotcha, oh, just, gotcha, it was, gotcha. was kind of sickly. I was yeah. like, you guys, yeah. have, you, you've come across that. You know? Oh, it's so hilarious to see the, those dynamics. <laughs> I got I got a, a two guys I caddy for in this tournament every year, and they're super super good guys, friendly, and they're they're buddies. But we give each other a lot of shit, so. 
I give it to them, they give it back to me, and we have fun and we laugh at each other and stuff. So this guy came with the people who work for him the next time on his trip. So it was a foursome, it was three guys that work under him and then him. And it was it was hilarious to see the dynamic because yeah. there's no banter back and forth and they're not making fun of each other. They're all bowing down to the boss to, uh-huh. to see him in that role. And he knows he's the boss when he's with those guys. So it's just... It's funny to see those different dynamics. I'm still giving them shit. And they're like, wow, you're talking to him like that? I'm like, yeah. I've known him for 13 years. Yeah. yeah. This is my office. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, like, my like Brandon say. said, yeah, this is, this, is, this is a marriage for five hours. He, he this is my house. what I say. This is my house. These are my rules. <laughs> I love it. If you don't like it, get out. Yeah, yeah exactly. there you go, man. Yeah. Uh, classic. It was, it was unbelievable. I, I, I don't know. I just, the golf course sometimes gives me my favorite memories. My favorite emotions and experiences yeah. makes me sick sometimes. Cringeworthy. Some of the, yeah. Oh, take oh, your great. mulligan. Mulligan. Oh, yeah. No, way you, to hang in there, Bob. Oh, way to hang in there. Way to hang. Oh, and he, he didn't even say hang in there. Way to stay in there. Yeah, good way job. Way to stay in there. Yeah. How do you stay in there for an eight? Yeah. That's it's a just great people, butter. It's just people not being real with each other. That's it. Yeah. And that's it. People just, you know, it's like a pillow fight out there sometimes <laughs> with people. Just, mm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anything else, boys, for the, the, this week for the carry stories? Anything else happened? There's a lot. I think we're gonna we're gonna do another one though with the with the other guys that we have in town, right? That's true. Yeah. Uh, I mean, might, we could talk about them all day, but we'll you could. It's actually gonna be a, probably a first for the real life carry podcast. We're actually gonna have some listeners apart from Big Jack from episode one who came in um, end of uh, season one. Uh, that's a good reminder for anyone that's new to the podcast. If you want to listen to previous episodes, there's 76 now previous 76 episodes good ones yeah i actually met a guy today who not a caddy and he said that he did a podcast he started a podcast I was another t- caddy another caddy was telling another caddy and another caddy said to me oh you do a podcast i once did a podcast i said How, oh, what was that about he says uh, pretty much about everything i went okay uh-huh. it was interesting he <laughs> went not really <laughs> it lasted uh, 15 episodes we stopped for one and then never went back so uh-huh. Not one you want to listen to, folks. But uh, yeah, I think it's. We'll move on now to the talking points in in the world of golf. Well, actually, I was going to say, I completely glossed over the point of that. We're going to have a podcast with listeners. Yeah, it's going to be great. In a couple of weeks' time, and maybe two and weeks. Broadcasting weeks time. from a different lo- location, from a totally different yeah. location, and moving you know. on up, <laughs> big time. <laughs> you spent too much time on the road with fish. <laughs> Oh man! What, what, how, how would you describe fish music? What's fish music? Yeah, fish. Progressive jam rock. No, it's not progressive jam rock. If it's it's songs, some songs mean something. Other songs are are fictitious, just made up stuff, and they're just up there jamming. They start the song, and uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, fictitious. Um, doesn't fish doesn't songs. exist. F- fictitious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fictitious. Fictitious. Right. Yeah. It's, it's like charcuterie there. Fictitious. Yeah. <laughs> they jam it out. It's the best. It's it's the best. Uh, it's the best party music in, uh, in the jam band scene. I'm just, I'm just not a music guy. I, I I couldn't imagine going to a music festival. I've well, been, it's I've not a music a festival. It's a fish concert. Okay, concert. Listeners. So everybody's there for the same reason. Everybody's there to have a good. I know thirty thousand dirty people. Well, Smell a lot of dirty caddies. No, well, it's only thirty of us though. Yeah, in the bar 30, one time. Grand. Anyway, we're going to move on. We're going to move on to the big talking points in the world of golf right now. Four. We just had the Solheim Cup. We did. Did anyone watch that? I did. I actually watched quite a bit. 
You did? I, I did not watch it. No, no watching. Zabo, tell me about it. Well, Europe ended up winning. Uh, yeah, Europe won. It was. It's just fun to watch. I mean, the the it atmosphere. Was? The atmosphere there was electric. It really was. It makes mm-hmm. me looking look forward to the Ryder Cup. But uh, the big con- the biggest controversy was the the eagle putt Nelly Corda had and Madeline Sagstrom. I think that's Sagstrom. She picked up her eagle putt. It was hanging on the lip. And this is a good question because in match play. If mm-hmm. they don't make a shot, you can concede that putt. And mm-hmm. I've never heard of a time limit on conceding a putt. So it was hanging on the lip. There was a good chance that that ball was probably going to fall in for Eagle. Had For-40 she 40 seconds, I believe. I think it was 30 seconds you're supposed to wait. 30, I, th- yeah. I thought it was 40, but well, somebody Regardless, will, I mean, big, she... Big, big Tony will probably... Yeah, I'm sure Tony knows yeah. all... Oh, yeah, 30, but, 38 and a half. But, but Madeline, <laughs> she walked up and she, she tapped away, said, that's good, pick it up. And Nelly threw her arms up like, whoa, 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 that putt was probably going to fall, you know? And so they called the rules official over and they talked about it for, for a long time. And then they decided she had no right to pick up that putt because it couldn't, could have fallen. Oh, I've never heard wow. of that. in match play, I, I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, the putt wasn't made. It was hanging on the lip. It wasn't made. She gave her the putt. Good birdie. Here you go. So I, it was weird, but that cost them, that cost them the hole. Now, I, I never watched it, but let's be honest, that was probably the only drama of the whole thing. It was. Europe, Europe handled the, the U.S. players, I mean. It's, why is that? Is it, it's the same in the Ryder Cup. It's Solheim Cup. It's, oh, all here of a sudden, we go. What, why oh, is that? Okay, like, Gordon, uh, that's that? enough. Oh, yeah. No, why is it? Why no, is no, it? no. no I'm, I don't, listen, I don't see myself as... I'm not excited about this Ryder Cup. I couldn't care less. Why is it? I mean, do you want... That's, I, I just that's think a that pretty I'm, wide topic. I mean, why... Why do I think it is, or why? Why come is on, it? Come on, come on, come on, Zeke Elliott. Why do I think? Give us your fast. I mean, you're gonna hear. Well, Gordon's gonna get real upset. This I think it's because of Tiger Woods. I think he's grown the game exponentially over the whole world, and I think all these young kids now are coming into their own that grew up idolizing Tiger Woods back when they were playing, idolizing Annika Sorenstam on the LPGA tour, and and she grew the game in in the the women's game, and these kids all over the world. So you take all of Europe in the U.S., yeah, you're going to get a lot of good players coming out of Europe. And these those players in that atmosphere, yeah, I do think Europe's more of a team, team-oriented team sport. Mm. I mean, golf is more team-oriented in Europe. I mean, yeah, because you, they're team players. I, honestly, I think they're, more, they're not as selfish. I think they're more team players in Europe than they are in the U.S. Mon Bon? I don't have a good answer, but I do agree with Mike. And I think it's kind of funny because we're capitalistic society and everybody's kind of like in it for themselves, I think. Yeah, um, so Americans are, yeah, correct. It's what, do about you, what do you think? Individual. Well, what do you think, I, I, I personally think that golf is not a team sport. It's an individual sport. Just like caddies shouldn't get gold medals in the Olympics. <laughs> exactly. A team sport as in the player and he's listen come on now it's not a team yourself. sport so it's not a team sport so, so do you not really I, look forward to seeing the Ryder cup and things no, like that don't you, care. you're not a fan yeah not I, i'm not a huge fan either but not i think i'm not european i'm not european yeah i'm british and scottish yeah the, be- the beauty of being british you can be northern irish scottish english welsh right yeah. and we can also be british so at the olympics we're british but i'm not european i don't care yeah. about europe and the Ryder cup it's mm-hmm. They've tried to create some. Look at the major winners, right? Look at the top, the FedEx top thirty that played. Yeah. How many Europeans are in there? You know, where's Tommy Fleetwood? Where's Lee Westwood? Where are these your 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 sort of big players? Yeah. They're not there. 
You know what I mean? Because it's not a team sport. It's not. It's not. It's just not no, a team it's sport. Not. It's, it's an individual sport. And I, I think that the they've turned it into something different. I don't know. Maybe maybe in the nineties, early nineties to to late nineties, it was it was more of a feeling. Maybe because I live in America now. I, no, I think I agree with you. Back back then, it was more fun to watch. I think it, you even look at the upcoming Ryder Cup and just the animosity. I mean, you got. You got Bryson DeChambeau on the team with Brooks Kepka, who don't get along. And then you got Patrick Reed, which nobody likes. And it's like... He's not in it. Patrick Reed's not. I don't think he could picked. No, he's in. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's sure? in. I don't think yeah, he's I'm in. positive. Are you sure? Okay. Yeah. We can fact check that. However, what, else, what how about this one? This is, this, is, well, this is actually a nice little move on to the next part. There's so much money in the, let's call it the domestic game, mm-hmm. right? the, the, the PGA Tour. That who cares about the Ryder Cup? The Ryder Cup used to be huge because yeah. if you won a tournament, if you won the Shell Houston Open back in 1995, if it was you know Shell Houston Open, mm-hmm. you used to win maybe a hundred grand. Now you win 1.5 million for any for tournament. any tournament, yeah, any right. Week. And then you get Patrick Cantley who wins 15, 15 million. million. Good for Patrick for the FedEx. Now it goes back to the Olympics. Why? Professional golf, in my opinion, should not be in the Olympics Agreed. because Agreed. would you rather have an Olympic gold medal or you want that fifty million? Do you know? Do you know? You guys, how much did Patrick Cantley win this year? Do you know how much he won this season? I don't. Yeah, I do. It was like seven million dollars. No, he won a little less than twenty-three million because oh, including, you're including 20, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, if you include the fifteen, yeah, he won think, seven million just in just in earnings before the fifteen million. Now sponsors have to pay oh, yeah. bonuses, and you yeah. of course your name's up there, so you're going to get more sponsors. Do you think he cares about the Rare Cup? I just, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, just, I, I, just I mean, they, they all well, claim they do. They all claim they, they, they seem really amped on it. You're I mean, making the assumption that all they care about is money. Correct, because it's only a job to him. Because he doesn't care about golf. He said that it's a job. Oh, is yeah, well, he see, said he doesn't care about golf. He just, it's a job to these boys now. Well, of course it's a job to him, but uh, he said he didn't care about golf. I mean, he's made the innuendo that. Golf is purely just about this is my job. How many caddies do you think out there think that their job, their work is purely just a job? Ninety percent. Ninety percent. They got nothing else to do. Let's be honest. They couldn't work in another job. Just a question. Just curious. <laughs> but you know, this is what I'm saying. So if if you, what does the Ryder Cup gain you? Yeah, I hear you. Like I, Monty loved it, but yeah. Monty was seven or eight time European order of merit. I think it would be cooler if you, you saw these guys and I'm, I'm sure they have a little bit of that, but put up their own money and like have the fans oh. know how much money they're put up. Like, like Phil would be like, yeah, I'll put up half a mil on, on myself, yeah. you know, in yeah, this yeah, match. Yeah. I think they should put up their own money and say, I think so. this is how much we have, have riding on and it's coming out of our bank accounts, you know? Yeah. So here, here's, here's what I was telling my wife. I actually took two days off, went on holiday for two days uh, this past week. Much deserved. And I was thinking about it. You know Cristiano Ronaldo, right? Best sportsman ever lived. Okay, no, that's debatable, but yeah, he's Portuguese footballer. He's gone back player. to Manchester United. Okay, I'm super excited about that. By the way, now, just so you know, I'm an Aston Villa fan. I hate, I despise Manchester United. I hate them, absolutely oh, really? hate them. But I could not wait today because this is Saturday. We're recording this on a Saturday to see him play with with Man United. He scored twice. Oh, did he? Oh, it's uh, unbelievable! His first like, game with him. First game scored the first two. Yeah. They went, they, they, you know, and he's he's making a million a week, right? A million a week. He gets paid five hundred thousand pounds a week 
and his wages plus he's getting bonuses and all sorts, right? Let's call it a million dollars a week he's making. Wow. Right? It doesn't matter though because he's part of a team and he's part of this tribe and even someone like myself who hates it, he's bringing me joy and there's enjoyment and and I don't know how to sp- describe it. You think he's spreading Pat- that, that money to the rest of his tribe on the team at million a week? <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, as, as far as I know, Ronaldo's a pretty is, humble is that guy. The golf, is, the golf is not doing that. Not like, doing yeah. that. Like, wh- where's, where's the enjoyment in watching the Solheim Cup, the Ryder Cup, the FedEx because Cup? Because there's no passion. There's no passion there. These guys, are, I don't know how you got to watch. you got to wa- actually watch it because there was a lot of passion with the players winning and losing. I mean, there, there's a lot of passion there. I... I Okay, I'll watch a wee bit of the Ryder Cup yeah. and I'll, I'll I'll report back. But I I, I remember the last one. At, How much in of the Paris. Solheim Cup did you watch? Uh, ten you didn't seconds. watch any. You ten didn't... seconds. Yeah, exactly. Because it's, the product's not good enough. It's no. not a product that I want to watch because it's not. Again, I don't know. Something has to change about golf, right? It really has to change because it's boring. It's so boring. Or are we expecting too much from golf? Yeah, I think you're expecting too much. I I, think, I, I agree with that statement. It's I think, very hard to compare. I know what you're saying, and I wish golf was more like that, specifically in uh, you know representing countries uh, like the Olympics or the or the Ryder Cup um, or the Solheim Cup or whatever. You know, well, golf was getting more exciting until uh, Jay Monahan put a kibosh on that. We'll come <laughs> I mean, to that. But I want to. Oh, Manbun was in a great, yeah, a great run yeah. there. It's. I'm just saying that it's hard to. Soccer is soccer. Soccer is the sport, the the, Best game the, the continental world. sport yeah. of Europe, of the world, uh, the world of the, the world. world. Come right. on, let's let's, yeah, let's yeah. get not, let's I mean, get sorry. straight here. That's what I might have meant. Uh, but yeah, it's it's the world sport. So you, but the, I think it's the way it's portrayed in television, the way the media, the way these marketing people are trying to push golf as making it seem enthralling and so exciting and just incredible. And well, it's not. it is for, for golf fans. A lot of it is. You know, it is depends it? on the Maybe tournament. Maybe it's the people that play the golf. It depends Maybe on the Maybe it's the professionals. They're bland. Maybe they're bland people. I don't know. Well, listen, I'll ask the, the listeners, am, am I completely, is it just me that feels this way or is, does everyone else feel the same way? Can you not wait? Is there just nothing else happening on a Sunday? Would you be saying the Sunday? same thing if, we were, if this was 15 years ago in Tiger's heyday? Or if Rory was out there winning every other tournament or even, you know, winning no, every that, fifth tournament. It's, it's not about that. It's, I, I think there's so much money now for these guys. That there's no fun. There's no joy in watching this game anymore. I'd there, agree with that. There, I no mean, one's happy. It's upsetting it's to see more people get excited when they win a tournament. Like, just go nuts. Like, yeah. like I just won a million five. This is unbelievable. And just go nuts. People don't go nuts anymore. They're like, wave to the oh, crowd. Oh, yeah, I won. Who, who's, who was the guy in the senior tour? You sent me the video a couple of weeks oh, ago. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was his name? He was, oh, I'm blanking on it. But yeah, it's well-known guy. He's been out there forever. But his reaction was unbelievable. I mean, he was so excited. The fist pumps in the air. I mean, it was, yeah. it was just pure was, joy yeah. from winning. He, he hadn't he, won. He hadn't won in a number of years. And Let's he had, he had to two-putt the last. Fist pumps. Yeah. yeah. I, he had to two-putt the last hole. Yeah. And he stuck it up to like two yeah, feet. He stuck and he it up to like, Yeah, he stuck it up to like two inches. And it, yeah. was, it was clearly a tap-in. And he was like, yeah. I just won the tournament. This is unbelievable. Like, you want to see that. You can see it. Life-changing. Agreed. Agreed, yeah. And I don't know. I just feel as if it's so top-heavy um, with this FedEx. And when you, you hear about what's going on with, with the European Tour, the Challenge Tour, or the KFC Tour, yeah, the corn fair. Yeah, they call the corn, corn fair. Yeah. The KFC tour. KFC. You think to yourself, man, if you're not in the top five in the KFC tour, no, you're nothing. Each week, you you lose money, but oh, there's so much dough. 
I don't know. It's just, that's a, that's it's, about to change of this coming year. The KFC purses are going dramatically hopefully. up. Hopefully. No, they are. Well, Patrick Cantley's probably given some of his money to it. Oh, I'm sure he is, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it, I don't know. It's all Maybe, relative. I mean, I would, I would encourage any listeners, if I'm wrong or the boys are right or who knows. Let us know. Uh, yeah, let us know. Podcast at glorifieddonkey.com or contact us on Instagram, Facebook or Twitter. Just look for Glorified Donkey. Uh, last thing. So the guy who doesn't shout four whenever he hits the ball towards the crowd, Old Bryson DeChambeau, yeah. Zabo's favourite, our buddy, has complained at people shouting Brooksy. Brooksy, yeah. Like Brooksy, that's it. So they shout Brooksy when he hits a ball. And he complained. That's and, not my name. My name is not Brooksy. And the chief executive, is that his name? He's Jay the, Moynihan? Yeah, he's the commissioner of the PGA Tour. The he's commissioner. The, he, that's what his title is. He's not, he's not the CEO, he's the commissioner. Well, that's what we have on the PGA Tour, the okay. commissioner. The so he, he then, he's, he's now said that any, any fan that shouts Brooksy gets chucked out. 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 If they yell Brooksy at all, they're out. Their pass is revoked. They're kicked out of the tournament. Ridiculous. I, mean, so I, I don't ridiculous. know what to say. I think it's ridiculous, but I also think that... Come on. You know, fan interference. I'm not defending Bryson DeChambeau, but I also am making a statement that, you know, drunk fans out there who are going out of their way to, to you know, be a part of the mix and get in the show... Just, just, just because, because you've had a couple of beers and you think it's funny, and your buddy's recording it so he can throw it on social media. Well, you know, I don't really like you. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I'm, I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. Bryson, I'm sorry. You made your bed. Now you have to lie in it. How, you know, how, you've you've treated these people. You've treated the rules official. You've treated the crowd with disrespect. What do you expect in return? Now you want everybody to, to bow, bow down to you and not say a word to you and be real nice to you. They they don't he doesn't want to hear booze when he or cheers when he hits bad shots because that was that was a thing last week when he hit it in the water they they were cheering when he hit it in the water because people want to see him fail because he's just a miserable human being he's a villain mm -hmm. but who, how long has this Jay Monahan been the commissioner of not the, too long probably three years now, three maybe, years maybe a okay. little more he's been there a while now okay three four years within those three four years Patrick Reed did he sand castle building at the Hero okay Agreed. unbelievable. Uh, Earlier this year in February, he did the ball plugging at uh, after Torrey Pines. Bounced, it bounced. After it bounced it, twice. It, oh, yeah. Did you see Plugged it? ball, yeah. right? Then you have the situation of DeChambeau, who refuses to shout four, which is a health and safety hazard. Yeah. And what people what people watching, whoever watches this golf, will then go out in the golf course and say, oh, no, well, Bryson doesn't shout four, yeah. so I won't bother. Right? So he has, he has no problem with those three things. But, you shout but he's got a problem with Brooksy. Now, as much as I'm not a fan of Tiger Woods, that guy put up with so much grief throughout his whole oh, career, yeah. Yeah. and then after the whole situation with the the wife thing, and Mickelson had the same thing. Colin Montgomery used to get it, you know, with the the, the big boobs, yeah, the man boobs type stuff. All the Europeans that came across, and we're now going to have a problem with Brooksy. You can't stand the heat. Get out of the kitchen. I tell you what, yeah. that's we'll move quickly on and say, you know what, the bell end of the week has to be that Jay Monahan. Yeah. I, yeah. I could agree. With I that. agree. Can we do like a co bell end and, and just give him and Bryson, Bryson, Bryson. honorary Bryson because no, he, he gets can't it every give week. Bryson, yeah. he gets it every week. They can have a sword fight at the top <laughs> instead of the Bubba Watson bell end of the week. It's going to be the Bryson DeChambeau bell end of the there week. There we go. Season season four. Can we do that? Be, I yeah. think that since be Bubba thing. Watson's just kind of like a has been anyways. Who's well, he? he was out there at the Solheim Cup. He was out there the whole time at the. Sol you should watch this oh, yeah? match. Yeah, rooting on the girls in the Solheim Cup. It was great. 
try try and trying to boost his image. Yeah, yeah, boost the image. Well, he oh, missed yeah. the tour championship. He wasn't top yeah, thirty. Like, so. like, he, like he he I shouldn't talk bad about Bubba. I don't. You really, should. You should. You I don't know. really know him. I just. Dick. I don't think he's cool. I think he's, he's a, a little end. strange fella. He's a bell end. He is total bell end. So okay, well that was absolutely fantastic, there, boys. I think we covered all the uh, the uh, bases, as you'd say in America. We're going to move on to mailbag questions and notable mentions now. Let's do some mailbag questions because that's uh, that's what this thing's all about. I like mailbag questions. Yes, mailbag questions, lovely. This one's from a St- Stephen Skillman, known as Skilly. Skilly. Uh, he sends an email that says, short story. This summer, my nephew followed my footsteps and ruined his summer by caddying. I asked him after his final loop of the season, what was your least favourite part of the job? He replied without hesitation, carrying the golf bag. Yeah, <laughs> very true. There's a, there's a few guys out here now that are no longer carrying golf bags. Um, I think. Wait a second. Skillman said his nephew ruined his summer by caddying. Yeah. Why? why what does why, that even why, mean? Why is it ruined? I think it's sarcasm. Come on. Okay. You know, it's sarcasm. You know, where did probably, he caddy at? Uh, Skillman will tell us. Where's, Skelly, email us and tell us where your uh, your nephew. Well, where is Skilly at? Where does he live? Can't remember. No. Okay. Can't remember. Uh, question. I've I've made two hole in ones. No big deal. He says. Oh, no big deal. Good for it, you. This is Skilly or this is Skilly. Oh. Same email. The first was 172 yards, six iron, one hop, a bit of check, rolled in the hole. No big deal, he says. Okay. The Did second- you see my eyes glaze over when you told me that? You know what, Skilly? Nobody cares Nobody about cares. your golf shots. Nobody cares. <laughs> the second came at the cradle, Pinehurst's nine-hole par three course. Doesn't count. Eighth hole, 65 yards, love wedge, <laughs> just past the cup, wee bit of check, dropped into the cup. Is the second one a legitimate hole-in-one? Some say yes, some say no. And as you'd you expect, in. most don't care. Thoughts? You chipped in. You had one hole in one and then in. you chipped in. Chipped in. Brandon, do par three hole in ones count? On, on Executive a par three course? course? You mean talking on, about like on, short course hole in ones? On a par three course, the oh. hole in ones count? No. No. Zabo? I agree. I don't think they count. I, no, no, they don't. Although no my chance. wife had one, so maybe I should say. No. I mean, yeah. you can talk about it, but it's it's not the same thing as a 165 yeah, yard. It's not. It's fucking not. shot that you just dunk in the hole because it's not you're the same playing, thing you're playing nine in a row or you're playing 18 of them i mean yeah, yeah. and a lot of them are 50 60, i mean it's cool it's still cool yards. it's still yeah. fun go have a couple beers with your buddies i just knocked it in the hole but it's not a traditional it's not a whole one that's not a whole one is it not a whole one no. although maddie d uh former podcast guest has had two in about a week span at the uh new short course out here mm. okay good for him <laughs> um exactly we got another uh, message in from a Kevin Irving and he actually brought my attention to there's only two players that missed all four cuts in the majors this past year really two mm-hmm. that they played in all four majors they played in all four and missed all four cuts well we can rule out Phil because he won the PGA but he probably missed the other three cuts no uh, you won't get them there's a Victor Perez okay. Fre- French ladder thing yeah and uh, Matt Kutcher Cooch! Oh, yeah. you're breaking my heart, Cooch. Yeah. I wonder so, if he paid his caddy the fee for the week or nothing because he didn't make nothing. It. Gets nothing. Yeah. So yeah. You normally get you don't 50. get your salary if you I don't, don't even make get your cut. salary, yeah. mate. Yeah. Um. You probably took his son. He probably did. Yeah. Yeah. He has, yeah. Paid paid for his room At least for the night too. I mean, he's uh, April vacation for the Masters, and then yeah. And how about this one? Uh, Kevin Irving is actually from Detroit, Michigan. Ah. Hey, he's from the Big D. Hey, what's up, Kevin? Do you know him? I don't. No. Man bun doesn't. Uh, Kevin, if uh, there's a lot email. of people in Detroit, I know. 
It's like one guy once said to me, he says, where are you from? I says, Scotland. He goes, oh, I got a buddy. <laughs> yeah. He says, I got a buddy called Mark. Do you know Steve McDougall? He says, Mark Wilson in, uh, in Edinburgh. Do you know him? I'm like, no. Like, I, I said that to Elmar one time. Who knows if Elmar's dead or alive? I don't even know. God, God bless you, uh, Elmar. I love you, Elmar. But I said, Elmar, uh, I said, oh, I'm somebody from, you know, an old friend from South Africa. Said, Brandon, do you know how many people live in South Africa? That's like me telling you, Oh yeah, my friend lives in America. <laughs> I sounds more That's Australian. A good Elmar impression. No, it's not. I like it. Nah, I took like That's this. That's kind of no, it's a little no, bit that more was like pretty this. spot on. The one time, the best, one of the funniest stories was when you were caddying with Elmar, and this guy, you were caddying for this group. You were telling this story, and and you were trying to. This guy was saying. Oh, that's the tree. That's the tree they have in the Pebble Beach logo, the one behind the there sixth There used screen. to be a tree at the end of the sixth yeah, yeah. hole and, at and, Pebble and on, this, like, on the hill. No, no, no. That's not the tree. That's not the tree. That's not the tree. Elmar goes up to you, and what does he tell you? He goes, Brandon. He goes, <clears throat> Brandon, you know, if the big hustler guy from Las Vegas wants to believe that that's the Lone Cypress, just let him believe that that's the Lone <laughs> Cypress tree. Classic. Classic. Thanks, Elmar. Next one comes from Patrick Wolf. He's in Nashville, originally from Milwaukee. Do you boys know where Milwaukee is? Milwaukee? Milwaukee is Mil- what, what people on the streets on Fish Tour call it. Milwaukee Diggler. <laughs> uh, Milwaukee's northeast of America. Northeast of America? Yeah. It's, it's, it's halfway up Wisconsin. Oh, it's Wisconsin. That's yeah. like, like, it's northeast. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You're the, just the way you phrased that was kind of weird. Northeast of America, northeast part of America, not north. The northeast of America, the northeast. Of, yeah, it's in in Jeez. the northeast of America. Jeez, it's on the shores. The of listeners Lake didn't understand. Let's just call either. it that. You guys been doing anything today? Jeez, <laughs> this is brutal. Anyway, Patrick Wolf. He's living in Nashville. He says, "How many jobs do you do that aren't request work?" Answer. 20 to 30 percent i'd say as little as possible man. yeah exactly. as little as possible honestly i probably do i i don't have as many i have a heck of a lot more people ask me to do jobs for them and come with them on jobs than i do that people actually request me uh some of you might find that hard to believe but it's true <laughs> so i would say 40 percent of the loops that i do are off the bench mm-hmm. i would say now 90 percent of what i do is either request referral or another caddy is asking me to do a job with them those numbers are going up though for sure huge yeah well exponentially if you do a good job you give your card out you network yeah and then you choose not to do you take take a lot of days off when you're not booked right i mean you don't you by choice don't want to do a lot of bench work i deliberately well i'm I'm working in other things yeah you know i mean it's it's i the way i caddy the way i talk you know i need to rest you do a lot of talk. You got to rest the vocal cords every once in a while. Uh, so anyway, Patrick, thank you for your for your. Um, your Thanks, Pat. Your, feel sorry for the caddies that never get a request. They're, they're really bad <laughs> and they never get a request. Them, there, there are is. some caddies whose name are never ever ever on the on sheet, the and we're not going to name those people. But I've had it come up as a joke. Say, you know, have you ever seen his name on the sheet? <laughs> yeah. Never, never. Do you know? There's a couple of guys though. Um, Irish guy called Alan Morris. Yeah, and he just I was, won't leave. Where well, yet. I was I was once up the sixth thick hole with him, and I said, "Oh, these guys are playing tomorrow, uh, the week course. Do you want to come?" And he goes, "Gordon, you know, I got to be honest with you. You know, I I just would really because he's got a Northern Irish with a, yeah, yeah. a wee bit of an American twang, yeah, yeah, yeah. burger and fries. He said, 
you know, Burger and fries. as soon as I've seen someone's face once, I don't really want to see it again. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> wow. So, so a lot of guys, uh, Mike Gertson, I know Mikey yeah. listens, and uh, Mike he says, Gertie, uh, he doesn't like to, like to leave the big course. He's like, no, I'm, I'm one and done, one yeah, and done. Yeah, don't want yeah. to see them again. So, there's old Tom Grimm that died a few years ago. Well, let's Tom- face it, let's face it. Go on. If you caddy at the big course, the big course. You don't have the balls to carry on the weak horse. Ooh. Oh, wow. Ooh. Listen to that. I like it. Listen to that. Coming from, coming from a guy with a man bun. That's true. We're not taking that too but seriously. He's, he's no, no, no. Let me even go further. Ooh. I'm just going to dig it deep here. Ooh, here you want to measure? You want to measure? If you caddy at the big horse, why would you want to go over to the weak horse? Because you'll probably, you know, mess up the greens you you mess up your reads like you would normally at the uh the undesirable course the ugly duckling the third <laughs> the third duckling. of the three there you go um next question is from a david lee he's in new joysy joysy hey, joysy take it easy hey, david hey take it easy yeah uh i think david works in maintenance on a golf course waste there. management he says do you still get the same enjoyment when you go out with repeat golfers the same enjoyment? I mean, what yeah. do you mean by that? Like the same as like... I, I'll cigarette? answer that question. Yeah. I'll answer that question. I think it gets better with age. Correct. It goes on better with time because those people are even more so... It, it's like they're at your whim. And, and you, they let... And not everybody, but the last two days of my experience, and I've caddied for both the players that I caddied for yesterday and today, different group, Many, many, many times. And it's just so much easier and it's so more enjoyable because you get to let go. You get to totally let go and you get to kind of help them make the best decision. And I think the joy, the joy and the excitement just keeps going up because the comfort, the comfortability level is there and growing. Zabel? I think I agree with that. That That's true in a lot of instances. I think sometimes it can go the other way though. Like, relationships can sour with with repeat customers i've had that happen before where it's just like oh finally you're over it usually it's not them over me oh. usually it's me over them sometimes <laughs> it goes some, both ways some though. people are just a pain in the ass Let's yeah face sometimes it. enough is enough like and some you, you pay me a lot of money but sometimes at a certain point the money's not worth it i'd rather yeah. not see you than get paid any amount of money you're willing to offer me That's funny. so yeah. yeah you don't you find go. that that ever happens with you no there's there's n- I can't think of any loop I've ever had where it's repeat. I, I you'll if we ever do a tournament, glorified donkey tournament, and I invite like a hundred people I know, you'll notice they're all kind of very similar types of people. Yeah, and I just I don't know I just I enjoy I love it because straight off the bat there's a comfort level. Yeah, for sure. So there's. Oh, it's a rarity. It's definitely a rarity. But there's there's been a few instances where it's it's soured, where I'm like, all right, I'm over this. I just don't want to see it anymore. I I, I can't wait to see people I know. You should have never took that loop the second time to begin with. You shouldn't have. Well, no. Well, well, Zabo's all the money, isn't he? Sometimes, sometimes, money talks. How how was how was copper wire discovered? I don't know. Zabo and his brother going for the same penny. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, I don't know. I just love walking to the first tee, know my people, because I'm very specific in who I'm working for, and text them, and being I'm constantly in contact with people, and uh, we're very similar in, in certain ways. So you, you attract the same similar type people, and 
there's a comfort level. Like t- this morning, for example, I had um, one guy who's not, I'm not even carrying for, starts calling me in a read. Now, I'm not saying it was a, a cut. I give the guy left edge and it's probably inside left. Mm-hmm. And this guy's talking as if I gave him like a cup outside right. And I'm, yeah. on, I'm on the next hole and I'm just going, the next read. Even after 26, my 27th year caddying as a golfer, etc., I had to say to myself, whoa, no, you got this. It's okay. You, you know, like, don't let this dickhead get yeah, to you. Yeah. Because you start maybe doubting yourself. If I've got someone I've worked for for six, seven, 10, 15 years, 20 years, yeah, for sure. I'm going to walk in. He, he doesn't care if it's left edge, ball outside, whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah. he's, he, you know, he's going to call himself on it. You know, so there's yeah. that relationship built. So, no. Um, to answer your question, David, uh, tell us what, actually, email us or text us and let us know what golf course you work in at New Jersey. Uh, enjoyment when you go out with repeat golfers, the best, yes. the best. That's why they're repeat golfers. Yeah, for, for the yeah. most part. Yeah, they're they're. It's really enjoyable. And if they don't pay enough money, we drop them basically. See you later. Bye. Uh, last question from a Grant Tizard, and he's in. Uh, hey, Grant. He's down in England. England. He says, "What's the worst insult a caddy can ever receive?" Okay. Ooh, the worst I, I, I think having talked to him about what he said because he's he's a bit of a drinker, right? He <laughs> t- he tends to send texts and stuff on Instagram at, on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday gotcha. night. The worst uh, when he's at least six deep. And I think it was along the lines of, for example, Zabo, you and I went to the tea the other day, and our our buddy um, Cody Torres, he says that he was handed trash. The guy picks up trash and That's hands it to insulting, him. Insulting, yeah. It's like, you want to pick up trash, put it in the bin yourself. Yeah. Don't hand it to me. The w- worse than that is when he picks it up and puts it in your bib. Oh, God. I hate that. So what, what would you say, boys? What's the worst thing a player can do to you as a caddy? Uh, I'm not talking about bad tips and stuff. Or... Ask to borrow my towel and then like wipe his mouth or blow his nose with it. That's yeah. happened numerous times. That is very insulting to me. At least he asked. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I've ha- have had it where they just grab your towel and start cleaning off their shoes or whatever. It's like, it's just, it happens all the time, and some people know what they're doing when they do it, and when it's by accident, it doesn't mean anything. But when somebody is so unaware that they don't walk the same foot tracks out of a bunker that they did into a bunker, and they they almost not go out of their way to to make more work for you but they don't, it's 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 a complete neglect of of care and 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 you're you're it's going to take me more time you're just it's a complete when people are trampling through the bunker mm-hmm. and they've been there before mm-hmm. you know that you're supposed to walk <laughs> out the, the same, same way, way you walked in and you're sure as hell ain't supposed to walk up the face of a bunker true i would say someone picking up rubbish Put, trying to put it in your bib, yeah. rolling you a ball in the green. Oh, yeah. Ben, and then we're making you bend down. Some people don't know, know. though. Uh, what about, about handing you a drink? People Here, from. Hold, hold pe- this. I don't mind that. I don't mind really? picking up the drink, uh, whatever. I don't mind holding the drink. I'll sometimes offer because, like, hey, listen, we're mates. Repeat customers, I'll say, yeah, Here, give yeah. me a drink. Um, people from LA, from certain country clubs, will roll a ball to you. They'll take a club out, they'll take the head cover off and throw it in the ground. They can't stand that. Yeah. I yeah. put my hand out to take the head cover and they just throw it in the ground. And what happens? They hit the shot and they walk away. So I yeah, know. exactly. So that, yeah, there you go, Tesla. Uh, boys, we'll move on. Uh, I think we might even have this podcast under one hour, which was always wow. the target. Efficient. Notable mentions. Who do you want to say hello to? 
I'm gonna um I'm gonna give a shout out to uh Brant Grimes uh from Las Vegas. I guess maybe by way of San Francisco. Brant, I don't I forgot where you're originally from, but um I had a great time today and I really appreciate you. And uh thanks for taking care of me. We had a great time and uh, I'm looking forward to tomorrow and Brant doesn't know about the podcast, but I'm gonna definitely tell him about it tomorrow and maybe he'll listen. Beautiful. I got to shout out uh, Bill McAdden, Bob Burton, Chris McCop, and all the people at Southwestern Interiors. Uh, they're in for the whole month of September. They were generous enough to let me play with them yesterday at Woo! one of the courses here, which was really shanking, nice. Shanking balls. I was not shaking balls. I didn't play great, but I wasn't shanking them. But uh, yeah, we had a great time, and they're in town for the whole month, so great to have them in town. And I also got to shout out my father-in-law, who's having a medical procedure in the next few days, and he'll probably be on the men by the time this podcast comes out. So, Jim. Jim Will. Yep. Hoping everything went well. They, I'm sure it yeah. did. And are they chopping off his thumbs so he can't do Twitter anymore? <laughs> <laughs> they are not. No. Okay. Nor do they need to, but they are not. Yeah, I hope you hope you're well, Jim. Yeah. I, I get plenty as always. Um Eric Schultenover, right? Just back from Band and Dunes. He's the guy from Good People Brewing. Sent me a couple of t shirts. Yeah, this is I've nice been shirt. looking at that shirt. You like He's that? wearing that it right pretty... now. Good people brewing, Birmingham, Alabama. That's it. Birmingham Birmingham, Alabama. Birmingham. Birmingham. That's where they brew out of. Let's hear your best Alabama. Alabama. Okay. <laughs> Rotad. <laughs> okay. Good people, bro, in Alabama. Uh, okay. That's pretty good there, Gord. Uh, we last episode with Big Tony. He's he was heading off to Southern Hills. Oh, have we heard about? No, I don't know what's happening yet. Yeah, I need we, to we text check him. in with him. Can what, we phone what's him? What's he doing? I got I got a, I got a text, and we'll have a, we'll have an update in the next episode. Yeah, However, sure. Perry Farmer, who's who plays at Southern Hills yeah, as well. Yeah. He, he listened to the last episode. He's, he had no idea that Big Tony's heading there. Oh, really? And he said, listen, dude. He's not caddying for him, though. No, right? he had no idea. Guys, yeah. He said, hopefully you don't get offended. I didn't invite you. And I was like, if I'm coming to Southern Hills, bro, I ain't carrying your bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm playing exactly. golf, dude. Yeah. Um, but Perry says, a thousand feet up, 98 degrees right now, and 89% humidity. That's not Big Tony weather. I don't know if Big Tony's mm. coming home. But Big Tony is not as big as he used to be. I think he's going to be okay. I'd struggle in that heat, Zabo. You would as well. Nah, you'd be okay. Yeah, but I wouldn't. I little, wouldn't. Yeah. Little Italian lizard like you, you'd be okay. Uh, Brian, Z- Brian Zilovsky. 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 Sent me some belts. Gonna, you, oh, yeah. Those were sweet, Brian. I'm going to give you one, actually, because I got plenty. I yes. get, so Thank you, Brian. These, these are next belts. Never, yeah. First time I've had them. They're, They're like awesome. ratchet, fantastic belts. I'm gonna get one on now. I called the company last week to see if they would do something about you know logo and dropship. Maybe yeah. put them in the online store. Check out the website uh, glorifieddonkey.com. So Brian Zulusky, thank you very much. John Day, Seattle, sent sent us money. Huh? Yeah, this is actually we're gonna what? think about this. We're getting paid. It's out of well, the not shop. You. <laughs> not you. Yeah, <laughs> it's out <laughs> of the shop. <laughs> Grease? Did I hear Grease? Is there Grease on top? I totally forgot this. About, I don't know, six weeks ago, uh, John Day sent Venmo money to me. Uh, for, you know why he hates Venmo, John. A, a round of drinks, and uh, I, I never actually mentioned it. And so, John, many thanks. He's up in Seattle. He was playing golf with uh, our old friend Sticks this and, past and week. Man Bun and I haven't seen any of that money, John. Just Well, it that. wasn't you weren't on the episode. Uh, it was you yeah. kipping it. So, Maybe you put go. that towards the pizza. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, and then Steve Tucker, Zach, Chris Atwell, and Baz. Uh, fantastic three days with you boys uh, un- unfortunately we only finished second but uh, enjoyed the after party nice and uh, thanks for the accommodation Zach so boys that's us finished for another episode episode 77 done
Next one or the following one, listen, the organization's never tip top here. We'll will do one from uh undisclosed location. Very nice next, location. In the next couple of weeks. Uh Brandon, many thanks. Welcome back. Hope you're Thank gonna you. work I'll be a back, lot. Ready to roll next time around. You need to stack the paper so you can start going seeing some more grunge rock. Yeah. yeah. Progressive jam. Uh Zabo, sorry, Lokaku stroke, Ezekiel um Elliot, many thanks as always. <laughs> We'll be working with you the next few days. Plenty more stories. To the listeners, many thanks for listening. Go back, listen to the catalogue. If you're new, please feel free to rate, review, and share the podcast if you have friends. Uh, Until the next time, go out there, enjoy your golf, but more importantly, keep it humble.